Welcome back to Podcast with a K. You're listening to 90.1 WECS-FM. I'm your host, Carla with a K, and I'm joined here on this fine Sunday evening by Noor, Chris, and Jorge for season two. What's up? Yo. Hello. How we doing tonight? Doing good, I guess. Yeah. Doing you great. guess? Yes. Yep. We've been gone for a few months now, thanks to, you know, summer and summer things, but we are back now. And we are ready to get back into it. Yes, we are. All right. So back to regularly scheduled programming, which is us talking about nonsense as usual. Guys, how's y'all summer? Y'all ready to be back? Y'all excited to be back? Yes. I am excited to be back, Carla. What's, what are you most excited about? I'm most excited to be back to my studies <laughs> is that so <laughs> yeah and what are you studying remind us uh political science so trying to get that that degree to go to law school then hopefully lawyer that's what's up how about y'all too same you're ready you're most hyped to get back to your studies yes and actually. you're also poli sci yes and you also want to be a lawyer yes all right chris different answer same no, that's not <laughs> all the same. Same. Uh, no. Uh, communications, advertising. Yeah. And that's newish to you, right? Yeah, last year I switched, but it's my sophomore year, so I'm pretty excited to get into that. That's lit, bro. Yep. All right, well, we didn't come back to just talk about, you know, being back in school as we did when we introduced you guys. No, we did not. So... How about we just go right into the topics that we actually are here to discuss. As usual, we've met before to discuss what we wanted to discuss, and we're going to start with something that I feel like really took off this summer, and that is the concept of clout culture. Clout culture? Clout culture. <laughs> so this is most clearly seen in the rising popularity of AirPods, as I'm <laughs> sure you all know. There's even a Snapchat story, which is AirPods everywhere. Just people being dumb with their AirPods. It's funny. Mm -hmm. I follow it, at least. But do you guys all have AirPods? Yes. Yep. <laughs> or he's currently wearing <laughs> he's his wearing AirPods them. as we're recording the show. <laughs> yeah. I all right. Um, I don't think I've seen Jorge this year without AirPods. I don't think so either. The first thing that Jorge said to me, not, hi, not how are you, not welcome to my humble abode, was check out this trip. Yep. And he showed us his <laughs> AirPods. Yep. I mean... I'm just memeing it at this point, you know. At this point, I'm just like, you know, taking the meme to its fullest. And what what are, what is the meme then? Explain yourself. Well, I just see everyone, you know, making a big deal out of AirPods. You know, it's like they're always like so high fashion, so like mm -hmm. rich, like this rich life that they have, that they're so much better than everyone else. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get AirPods. So for you, the AirPods are a status symbol. Uh, <laughs> I want to say a status symbol. I just got them because, you know, they're pretty, they're really like easy to like manage. Convenient. They're very mm -hmm. convenient. You know, like convenient. my old headphones. Yeah. I had to like press a button. You know, it's like these tiny little things. God forbid pressing buttons. All right, all right, but it's like these very tiny, tiny little things that it's like so convenient to you, and it right. works, works well with like all my. They're convenient Apple stuff. But you have the to charge them. Charging. You could it's lose wireless, them. Wireless charging. I mean, you they have could to fall do that with pocket. everything. 
That is true. But I feel like with wired headphones, you have a little bit more control over them just because, you know, they're more clunky. But they get in the way. I disagree. Yeah. So that's what I'm like saying. Too much cable. You sacrifice, like, I guess the safety for the um, convenience of just going wireless, entirely wireless. Oh, yeah. You don't want to lose an AirPod. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's how much for each AirPod, honestly. It's like $69. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nora, what are your thoughts on AirPods as you also have them? I love them. Also wearing them? No, I'm not wearing them. False. I don't know. We can't see under your hair. Nope. <laughs> Nora's not wearing AirPods, if I'm that's not. something you cared about. Um, I really like them because I don't like the wires. Right. Yes. That's it? That's your entire reasoning? <laughs> yes. I did not get them for the status lifestyle that Jorge was looking for. I didn't get them for the status. I just yes, The convenience. Mm-hmm. I got them because they're very convenient. You need just, just pop one in. And that's it. That's all I got to do. It's respectable, no? I mean... And I like music, so fast music access, you know, I'm all about that. That is true. That, you know, it's you're not wrong. They are convenient. It's just they've kind of uh, transcended the original purpose I think they were created for. Which was? What do you mean? Which was just to, like, exist and be convenient. Now it's, like you said, well, like we said anyway, it's a status symbol. If you have AirPods, it's like, oh, this dude has AirPods, huh? But that's, like, more of the meme thing, I feel like, than anything else. I don't think Apple, like, anticipated no, that. No, I don't think they did either. Yeah. But you know that Apple lives for their fanboys. They know that people are going to buy whatever they put out. That's mm-hmm. true. And they were ready for... They yeah, were, but when the AirPods first came out, not everyone was, like, down for it. Because I remember when it first came out, a lot of people hated it. People were like, memeing it. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Not, not, not yet, not yet. Well, there was like, only like making recently, fun maybe. of it, right? You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was like, how? Why would I buy this? I'm gonna easily lose this and pay like yeah. another one. Like, right. I'm gonna have to pay another one for if I lose it. So it wasn't until like much recently later, I guess people were like making fun of it of the the pods. Yeah, the the pods. The pods. <laughs> the the AirPods. Pods. Fitting. So then the like, podcast. yeah, I got AirPods. Okay. You don't have AirPods. You yeah. Know, you you broke. Mm-hmm. But see, here's my thing. They're convenient and they're like they're pretty cool. And honestly, like I I've been a fan of like wireless headphones for ages. Like I obviously like AirPods are newer, but like I've always had like the the normal headsets, like the ones we're wearing here in the studio right now. But like I've always like been a fan of that, especially because whenever you're charging your phone, right, that's a cable. If you're charging your laptop, that's another cable. And some headphones have the potential to uh, receive like Bluetooth signal from both devices at the same time, and so that way you can like be on your laptop and your phone at the same time if you're trying to like not bother anyone or just like listen to your own stuff so to me it was always just like oh that's cool but airpods specifically like i said it, it kind of took off right it transcended its purpose it and it became a meme a status symbol and so it was just like oh airpods because if you see someone that has off-brand airpods it's a Oof. joke people Oof. will roast you for that people will drag you through the mud just because you don't have the expensive version of it which works just the same but like wireless headphones have been a thing way before mm-hmm. airpods though they have it just like really worked for apple yeah i think they really like hit their mark with it mm-hmm. but on the other side now you have the whole uh airpods versus the samsung pods because don't oh, like yeah. galaxies come with them too mm-hmm. now they're not as good as Apple. Do they come and with they're it? They're like this big. I think, like, I think whenever the 10 was first going to come out, they said that I think they would be included in the purchase. You think Apple will ever do that? Never, no. because they live. Dude, they charge you like what, 20 bucks for a new charger? Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just not. Just for the cable. Just for the cable, mm-hmm. yeah. Not even the cube. But that's like Apple warranty. That's why it's so expensive. At least Dude. that's what the lady at the, the store told me. <laughs> they lied to you, Jorge. <laughs> they lied to you. She said if you break it, you can come in, you'll get a new one. 
They for don't, free. dude. I've tried because I remember when I had my iPod, the cable, like the, you know, what the part where it connects and how it would like bend and it would either stop working or it would tear and you could mm-hmm. see the cables even if it worked. So we went and because uh, I think either me or my sister had shattered like our screen. So we went in and I asked about the cables because I'd heard that from like another friend. And they said, no, but you can buy one for like eighteen ninety nine. And I was like, well, you bought the $20 one? No, I never did. I just got the ones that they used to sell at the dollar store because they work just the same. Oh, that's why they didn't give you a free one. Because if you buy what? the $20 No, one, how are they going to? No, dude. When that's you what get the lady your, at the store told bro, me, Carla. listen. <laughs> when you get your iPod, it comes with a cable. That mm-hmm. cable broke. Oh, okay. I was like, hey, help me out. The cable broke. They were like, nah, fam, buy a new one. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, sick. Right. The one that comes with the box, yeah, I don't know about that. But I do know that a friend told me that the ones that come separately at the store, the $20 ones. Yeah. That's why it's so expensive. Like, because who would pay 20 bucks for a charging cable? Exactly. But now it's... Oh. A it's lot of people, mm-hmm. unless you know, I, I have. Unless you like, have you really? Yeah, Christian, I can never do that. I, I mean, you need to charge your phone. Yeah, but you can buy a cheaper charger that works I better. I feel like they don't last they as really long don't. as the Apple ones. Yeah. The They're Apple ones that breaking. I've had always break. I've my, had the same cable from Five Below for like two years. My only complaint with the Apple on ones are um, they're too short. Mm-hmm, I agree. I want yeah. one that's longer. So mm-hmm. that's and I feel like they do that on purpose too because the fact that they're short is what makes them break because like you plug it in and you kind of like yank at it whenever like say you're like uh on like you have it on your desk or you have right. it beside your bed right and you grab it and it's just long enough to like sit beside the charger but if you're like oh wait let me see something and it's that little like yanking motion like <laughs> repeatedly that's what breaks the cables unless you're just like out here destroying them doing I don't know what but anyway clout 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 that's not the only thing that we've seen that uh, plays into this this concept of clout culture either. I feel like that just kind of took off as its own thing this summer because mm-hmm. I feel like it was maybe back in the 2000s when people were kind of more materialistic. Like, it was all about brand name. You know, like, Von Dutch trucker hats are disgusting, but because it said Von Dutch, people bought them, right? Like, it was always, and, like, that was the peak of, like, Hollister and Aeropostale, like, all of the logo shirts, right? And so we've kind of seen a return of that in the style of it just being kind of retro but also like you're starting to see logo shirts again like nike like the nike swooshes on everything right adidas stripes are on everything and again that became kind of like a status thing over the summer like in particular i feel like that's when it really took off yeah thoughts champion too champion supreme louis oh of course yeah i feel like people have definitely become more materialistic over the years um there was this cool video i watched about how payless made uh like another fake store but they named it palessi mm-hmm. all right yeah, yeah. i don't oh, know if any of y'all saw this yes. but they named it palessi yeah. which is i think latin for pay less i'm not I'm th- <laughs> yeah. i don't know <laughs> no, i just found not, that it was funny but they renamed it yeah right Continue. palessi and they basically like had like the same stuff like the same shoes same everything but the prices were like 200 300 400 mm-hmm. times like more yeah and right? people would buy them and right people came and they're like, wow, this is really good material, really good quality stuff, amazing. And they're like, wow. And they're like, would you pay 500 for this? Oh, yeah, I, I pay 600 for this. And I'm like, okay. So then at the end, they're like, yeah, this is from Payless. And they just looked at them like, what? wait, are you joking? They were like, wait, what? They're like, what? <laughs> so I just feel like people would pay anything, you know, right. just for the brand name. I think it's also exclusivity. Mm-hmm. A lot of these items are very hard to get. Mm-hmm. And that makes it much more appealing to the consumer um, on a general basis. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the worst thing about it is that it's hitting kids so young because my brother's 11 and the clout culture clout. is very real. 
for his age. Like he yeah. can't go back to school unless he has Beats headphones or like Jordans Ooh. or things like that. And if you don't have it, you're considered like an outcast. So that's what I don't like about co-op culture. Cause I don't feel like it was like that for me when I was younger. See, for me, it was a little bit kind of on the lesser side of that. Like I remember I was in like some like third grade, right? And some kid came up to me and they were like, I heard you got that sweater at the flea market and bougie Oof. little me from a bougie little family. I'm like, what's the flea market? <laughs> like, dude, this is couture. Like, I don't, I don't know, I was like eight or something, yeah. right? But like my sweater was like a good brand because like my parents were like that type of people when we were mm-hmm. younger, when we were balling. And like I'd literally never even heard of the flea market, right? But because it wasn't like a logo or something that they recognized, everyone's just like, mm, that possibly cannot be anything special. And we kind of saw a little bit of uh, uh, brand names backfiring. I don't know if it was over the summer or like right at the start, but Michael Kors uh, came out with like some like new bag or something, right? And everyone was like, yo, this is kind of ugly. Michael Kors is like overrated. And like people started arguing about whether it was about the simplicity or the name or the actual style that people were paying for or like the quality, durability. And um, this was uh, mostly on Twitter. That's where I see most of this go down. And like on my end, I think that people really just pay for things like Michael Kors because it says Michael Kors because you recognize the logo because the logo like is a status symbol because honestly the bag was kind of like really ugly and it was yeah. way expensive. I don't know if you guys have heard like Supreme. It's like a mm-hmm. huge brand. Of course. Especially like over these last few years. It's been around for a while. Um but a couple of years back, um, they were like they saw a lot of weird stuff on their on their website but one of the things they sold was a brick a yes. brick with the logo supreme mm-hmm. now each brick is, like was going around for like i think 90 dollars. i might be wrong but it sold out instantly it did and it, it's just a brick Literally with, the, a with brick. supreme mm-hmm. on it so people will pay for brands yeah, dude that's all it is and i think it's been like it's been like that for a while now and do you guys think that the memes kind of serve as like publicity and free promo? Because yes. high key, oh, yeah. I think that feeds into it because sure. it's like, dude, look, I bought a brick for $500 mm-hmm. or, oh, dude, look, I bought AirPods. And it's like, you didn't really need it or want it, but mm-hmm. now you have it and you can show it off and be like, oh, I got this ironically. It's like, okay, but the company still got your money. And the promotion too. And the promo from yeah. it. Even if it's a joke, like it's still being promoted, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I think that these brands lean into now. Maybe maybe not Apple because Apple knows that their name can carry whatever product they want. But a lot of the others, they rely on people's reactions to sell the product for them. Like Popeye's chicken. Like Popeye's <laughs> chicken. Yeah. So what, what's that about? Because like, I haven't seen that. I've everywhere. never tried the sandwich, but right. I do hear it's pretty good. I hear it's better than Chick Fil A. So that's the thesis. The not, not sponsored, sponsored. <laughs> unless they want to sponsor us. In which case, hit us up because we have a Twitter now. Shameless plug. We are on Twitter, uh, podcast with a K is the name of the show, and the username is podcast XK. That's P O D K A S T X K. So you know, follow us, like, retweet, or send us questions, send us DMs, get in contact with us, tell us what you think, tell us what you want to hear us say. But anyway, speaking of Twitter, so that's really like a lot of dude brands are leaning into Twitter. That's how this all got started, right? Chick Fil A said, uh, I mean, Chick Fil A said something about they were the original, right? They said, like, bun plus chicken plus pickles equals love. (laughs) (laughs) And so people had a lot of fun with that because Chick-fil-A has kind of a history with that term, love, but we're not getting into that tonight. Um, (laughs) But they tweeted that, (laughs) and Popeyes was like, yo, dog, you good, basically. Um, 
and all of the brands started arguing about who had the better chicken sandwich like wendy's mm-hmm. tried to get into it too um mm-hmm. like burger king i saw mcdonald's i saw like literally every other restaurant right but the one that stood out the most was popeyes and so this has been going on for maybe like a few weeks now a month or so it's been a minute mm-hmm. but this was insane because there was a place where there's a Popeyes right near a Chick-fil-A and the Popeyes ran out of sandwiches like the <laughs> day that they were like counting on being like their biggest day for promo because they were like, yo, come get your sandwiches. And they ran out and a video or not a video, a picture went viral of the Popeyes guy standing beside a Chick-fil-A worker. Mm-hmm. And so people had a lot of fun with that. But the thing is, uh, Chick-fil-A's had a lot of controversy recently, although they've been uh, pretty much the biggest name in like the chicken industry for fast they're, food. They're huge. Yeah. They're really big especially down in the south too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's crazy to see, especially because, uh, well, Jorge, Chris, and I all live in the south. Nora's from the Midwest. But <laughs> seeing that shift for me is crazy because back home, like everyone's always like gassing up Chick Fil A. Like everyone loves Chick Fil A. Everyone loves Chick. Like, even the people that say it's overrated, they still eat at Chick-fil-A. Me included. I think it's... (laughs) And Chris, too. (laughs) Like, it is overrated. I will say. It's expensive, and it's kind of, like, really simple food. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's good, dude. Like, politics and whatever nonsense aside, like, the food, bro, they they know what they're doing. Like that music uh, separate artist thing? Separate the politics from the food. Whoa. was pretty good. What a callback (laughs) to last season. It was pretty good. We have talked a lot about that, about separating, I guess, the 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 name from the actual product. actual product have you guys tried both sandwiches popeyes and i've never Chick-fil-A? been to popeyes in my life i've At tried all? um the chick-fil-a sandwich yeah mm-hmm. chick-fil-a, I've tried yeah. Chick-fil-A. all right so what are your thoughts on chick-fil-a sandwiches i think it's overrated mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, i like it I, I i get the spicy one um, yeah and that's really good Chris? i don't need it like every time i um, but yeah, there's. I think their chicken, their chicken is like one of the be- better ones. Yeah. Apart from like you know. The would you say it's worth? Yeah, I would more. agree. Zaxby's is, I think, my least favorite of the chains. But would you agree that, like, what people are saying that the food itself is better and kind of worth uh, dealing with all of the negative connotations that comes with the company that is Chick Fil A? It depends on like what's going on with the brand, though. Like, what if it's something like really bad, right? Right. Something that's. You just should not support. Mm-hmm. I think then, then, like, you shouldn't get it. Like, you know what I mean? Do we know what the issue is with Chick Fil A? Oh, well, you said you didn't want to talk about it. I said so. we didn't have to get into it no. because you guys didn't <laughs> want to talk politics no. this time yes. around. Uh, let's, let's yes, stay, we do. Let's stay clear from that. I, I mean, we know the issue. Yeah, the we issue? know the issue yes. for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do we want to speak on that? But by just for the record, I think Chick Fil A is overrated. I like it, but I don't think it's all that. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto. Okay, so my question then becomes, what would this company have to do? Like, how much would they have to lean into? Because at this point, I feel like it's outrage marketing. They know that people get mad about the controversy, but they know that they people like the food. And so even when people complain about, like, oh, you know, the politics of the restaurants and the company, they're still eating there. They're still spending mm-hmm. their money there. And I think Chick- Chick-fil-A knows, like, how many, like, how this is effective because they can see, like, our, our burgers or yeah. our chicken burgers, like, still, like, selling. Like, they track yeah. how many people still buy and if it's really like something that's you know worth knowing, they would have done something by now. I agree because I, I feel, feel like, like yeah. even the people affected by the issue still eat at Chick Fil A, <laughs> so it's not really yeah, they doing do. anything. And Chick Fil A, like they close on Sundays. Like, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. huge luxury to have as a fast food restaurant. Right. Right. 
So definitely, they're doing good. Yeah, I think we could kind of compare this to the iPhone versus uh, Galaxy thing, kind mm. of. Maybe I don't know what like the popular opinion is, but like obviously people kind of prefer iPhone to yes. Galaxy, right? Like that's the general consensus of the public. People prefer Chick-fil-A to Popeyes. Like whether or not one's better or worse, one has the name and recognition and they can afford, like you said, they can close on Sundays and still make enough money yeah. to like kind of dominate the chicken sandwich game. Not even the chicken sandwich, every game, like every fast food, McDonald's, Wendy's. I, I think saw, at the I end of last graph. year it was the most popular yeah. restaurant, right? Chick-fil-A was. Far, far. So, Nora, like how big is Chick-fil-A? Up in Wisconsin. Not really big. We just got our first two like within the last two years, I would say. Mm. So it's not that big, but now that they are open, like there's always lines for Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's like a huge rave in the South for some reason. Yeah, and it's interesting considering in the South there's chicken restaurants to go around. Like you can really go anywhere to get a good chicken meal. It could also be like the the customer service they give out. Mm. Yeah, they're like very polite. Very, my pleasure. Very yes, my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> I'm curious as to what like you have to go through to work there. <laughs> I'd be hearing stories. You what do you hear, Jorge? Stories. Do tell Jorge. What are your stories? Huh? No, just that you know the reason why they're very so polite is because they have to go through some kind of like brainwash, some weird training. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> brainwash. Something to like you know because they're rarely like angry. Right. But if you compare that to other services like Popeyes or Mm -hmm. mcdonald's you know you don't really get the same sort of so you think it's more so just about the attention to the client yeah like like the 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 direct interaction because not everyone cares so much about what goes on behind the scenes Mm. you think it's most uh, i like being treated with respect you know (laughs) (laughs) and chick-fil-a chick-fil-a always has that you know i always think it's weird Do you? I don't go to Chick-fil-A and they say my pleasure and I'm like, oh my God, the respect. <laughs> well, it's a give, you know. It, it's nice, you know. I don't really mind it I mean, when I go to McDonald's and I don't get it, but it's it's just nice. To, okay. You, you want to feel good, right? About any purchase you make? I guess. Mm. You guess? I don't know. I I think so. I think it has to do a lot with the fact that people go there and they can expect quality service. Like if they mess up your order, they'll replace it for free. Yeah. They have someone going around to do the refill so you don't have to get up. Like... Mm-hmm. So as a restaurant, the like, as a restaurant, you know, I don't think people are going to stop going. The only people that I think would ever, like, you know, draw a line in the sand for what Chick-fil-A can and can't do to lose their business are people that would be, like, the most directly and personally affected. Like, people that are in actual, like, strugglesome situations because of what they do uh, politically. I agree. Is there anything else that you guys can think of that has come up on the, you know, this idea of cloud culture and just in general, mm. internet and marketing type yeah. topics? Cloud culture. Yes. I mean, it's, I think you said Twitter has a big impact on it. Yeah. And what I see recently is like the admins of these accounts mm-hmm. are like really good at what they do to like sort of make things go viral and stuff because you don't really see like verify you know actual like companies like right talk like the way like uh i guess people more of our age talk like so yeah. it's like because you usually like like the millennial gen z type yeah you see them as like being more professional you know you're in the field your company yeah. you see you but uh, when you see like acting like us it's yeah. like well 
you don't see that every day. It's funny. Yeah, like it's, the whole Wendy's thing. Yeah. Yeah, like a while back how they were like roasting. Right. Yeah, like that's it's it's new. really new and mm-hmm. they interviewed them and they didn't say like how old they were, they didn't say where they were from, but they did say that they were like just some millennials that were allowed to go crazy because one person took a risk and it was beneficial for the business, for the company. And so they a lot of other companies took a leaf out of their book and they shock culture. Shot culture. Pretty much like all fast food places. Yeah, almost all of them. I think Moon Pies has a really like active (laughs) account. I've seen a lot of sponsored posts for Kool Aid. Wendy's, yeah. Wendy's is the biggest Mm -hmm. one for sure. Popeyes now. Popeyes and Chick fil A have taken off now, but like even small. I think, uh, what's the gummy brand that does the octopi? Uh, Trolley. Like they have a really active social media presence. They don't go viral, but like if you go through their account, like they tweet a lot and they interact with their their followers just like all of the others do so it's it's expanding and it's working for them because you know i mean we've heard about it very, very it doesn't cool. seem like there's very much they can do to lose business anymore because there's the people that are there for the like for the hype around it and these businesses have been around for years too so like, yeah like you know we we talked about apple they've been around like what tw- like 2007 first iphone ages so they've they've built their empire the people who use their products will keep using their products, right? Mm-hmm. So they can they can afford to take those risks, right? So. Other things that you know went down over the summer because we're gonna do a little bit of summer catch up these first few weeks, I think, because a lot went down and we just weren't here to talk about it. And we know you guys are dying to know our opinions about you know everything that goes on in the world. I know that I like really do enjoy listening to what you guys have to say. Like, thank you. Whenever y'all actually say stuff on the internet, I'm just like, Thanks. oh snap, opinions, nice. Um, Marvel has had quite the the run right now. Yes. Especially for you know coming to an end of the end of an era with Endgame, which we didn't get to talk about. Mm-hmm. We might have touched on it a little bit, but like, uh, there's so much that's gone on. How much can we talk about that, by the way? So like, the official spoiler ban for Endgame ended in May, June-ish, like ended early in the summer. <laughs> so we can talk about that. Uh, we can talk about Spider, Spider-Man, Spider I think. Uh, I guess this is your spoiler alert. Big spoiler warning. Uh, if you don't want to have anything spoiled, I would tune back in around midnight or so, because I feel like we're going to talk about this for a minute. What? So back to the topic yes. endgame we all watched it yep. yes like four times now of course it's a really long movie it is it dude is. we went to see it opening weekend mm-hmm. theater was full i don't think i've ever been in a theater that was so interactive i think they're like you know how usually it's super taboo to even like breathe too yeah. loud in the movie theater yeah. everything that happened people were like talking to their friends they were cheering people mm-hmm. were like shouting at the screen were like it was insane like it really felt like you're just watching a movie with your friends. Everyone was like... Did people start clapping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I feel like there was a lot of like big things that happened. Obviously, like the entire movie is big things happening. Mm-hmm. But major, major events, of course. I think the biggest one, the one that, you know, weighed heavy on all of <clears> our <throat> hearts. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Tony Stark, Iron Man. My absolute favorite Marvel character. Aww. I have one, like, I have merch for one and only one superhero, and it was Iron Man. Yeah. It was tragic, dude. I had to, like, turn my, like, pop dolls around. I just couldn't bear Aww. it. And I think they played, uh, they recently played it here, too. 
mm-hmm. Endgame at yeah. the studio. They did. They played it here at school. So for you guys listening from here on campus, it's fresh in your mind and in your hearts. I'd assume if you cared enough to go see a three-hour movie twice or three times. I think like a lot of people saw it coming though. You know, last really? movie. I didn't. Someone I had didn't. to die. I didn't like, someone had to die. Someone but why Iron die. Man? Yeah, I thought it would be Captain America because I, I thought just, they would. I thought it was just gonna be Captain America. Yeah. yeah. I thought I I really did think for sure that uh, they were going to like find a way to un Captain America him or that he would be the ultimate sacrifice yeah. because he's Captain America. That's his whole thing. He's the first Avenger, and I thought he would be you know the last, the final one. But it's kind of poetic that they would choose Iron Man considering he was the first uh, superhero in the Avengers to like have a movie series. Right. Mm-hmm. The first to start it and. And now he's gone. Gone, no but one never will forgotten. Ever play him. Like, no. Best Iron Man ever. I really hope that Marvel doesn't try to reboot, er, like, ever, ever, ever. I don't want them to try to reboot Iron Man because it's just not going to be the same, especially in, like, in our lifetime because you know if they do it, we're always going to be like, oh, it's not the same. Yeah. And I feel like they, st- that's one company that I think does stand t- more to lose if they were to replace him. Mm-hmm. Because people would see the movie, but people would fall off afterwards because they'd be like, yeah, it doesn't compare to Robert Downey Jr. I agree. Other major events of Endgame. Cap. Mm-hmm. Reuniting with Peggy. Coming back as a whole old man. <laughs> that, was, that was cute. I, didn't, I never really watched the Captain America ones. Though. Into the mic. I didn't really watch uh, the Captain America movies. Mm-hmm. As much as the other stuff. I think right. all I watched was Iron Man and Avengers. Really? Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, Whoa. I'm pretty new to Marvel and superheroes, like, last two years. Yeah. Have you? Did you watch the Captain America movie? Mm-mm. None of them? Nope. So you went into Endgame just <laughs> she didn't care blind about all their backstories. <laughs> she, she didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Don't the have ending. much backstory to All right, so Chris, <laughs> I know you saw them. Chris. Yeah. How did you feel about... Captain America's arc. How did you feel about his arc, about going back to the past, going back to the future, all of that? And also, how do you guys feel about the hammer? He was worthy enough to pick up Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Like, what they did with Cap, like, especially with the whole history with uh, Peggy and finally him able to have that life that he gave up years ago. Yeah. Um, I did not see it coming. Like, mm-hmm. I really didn't. Like, Marvel really surprised a lot of people with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did it wonderfully with, with Cap and Iron Man. And now the new announced Captain America. So, And I know they're pushing that a lot yeah. with the directors and stuff. Definitely. So I'm very excited about that and where that's headed. Because, um, I mean, if you just watch Endgame, you would assume that that's it. That's, that's the it's end. It's the endgame. Yeah, right. Um, but there's still a lot to come. Yeah. A lot of new heroes, uh, continuation. This was then. just the end of phase three. Yeah. So they really did line it up for the continuing heroes to be the new like center pieces of the Marvel cinematic universe. But which is good because like they're they're not milking it, you know. Right. They're trying to add fresh stuff and new content to yeah to the um universe, which is highly appreciated, right? And it was necessary, especially considering that they rebooted Spider Man and people were all like people were already like, ah, oh, dude, here we go again. But. Well, that ended quite quickly, Even right? Even that, yeah. So Tom Holland is uh, supposedly still like uh, contractually agreed to continue making the movies, no matter which of the studios own them. Um, mm. 
So I think like as far as that goes, it'll be fine. I'm just curious as to how it'll affect the storyline. Yeah. I overheard, um, I think I saw it on Twitter or something, that they might add him to the Venom universe. Yeah. Which I don't know how that's going to work. I think that's going to be very weird. I think it's going to be kind of a reach. And whatever the next movie is that comes out, it's not going to be what we expected after Far From Home. Because Far From Home was good. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. insane. And it had a really good ending. I don't know how much we want to get into that, like, for the sake of spoilers, if anyone didn't decide to tune away. But, like, the ending was set up very, very well for a sequel. For, um... From Far From Home. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was. I did watch that movie, too, by the way. I, th- I think that was the best summer movie, to be honest. Yeah. Far I really home. enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I... I saw it and there was just so much like you could watch it just as a fan of Spider-Man but if you watched it as a fan of Marvel in general you could find things that like would stand out and be symbolic to you like you didn't have to be either or to enjoy it it was really a movie meant for the entire audience it was supposed to be like unifying I think I think like it's gonna be hard too because um this new Spider-Man has built up so many new relationships Mm -hmm. now right yeah the current current um Avengers team and so to completely take that away and take that into a completely new yeah new universe with Venom that's going to be very far Yeah, especially because so. they were really building this Spider-Man to be as much as he keeps denying it to be the new Tony Stark mm-hmm. of right. the Marvel universe like they really wanted Spider-Man to be central to like the new squad but and, like that was like the whole thing right with the new movie is right. like is he worthy to to wear those glasses right yeah to um to be uh, and he finally owned up to it and now for them (laughs) to take it away it's crazy i really do hope that they revisit this it's not final right it's It's still in the works so i really hope that they manage to at least uh let marvel have one more movie just to finish it off i think uh, he is contractually um he has he has two yeah, coming out, right? Two more Spider-Man movies. But I don't know if they will be with the current um, universe or new universe. The way that they were making it seem was that it would be through Sony. Yeah. So he would weird. entirely be removed from Marvel once again because they couldn't reach any uh, common terms on their licensing agreements. I was really shocked about that. Yeah. I'm surprised that they still hadn't sorted that out, especially considering how big Spider-Man's been, Mm -hmm. like three movies in three years apart from Endgame. That's insane. Just for them to, like, decide to turn turn it all around. Yeah, but Sony noticed. They wanted more money. It makes sense, right? Yeah, of course. But, like, it's not like they didn't know that Spider-Man was going to be a hit. I mean, Marvel's been fighting to get Spider-Man back for ages. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, like bought sony bought spider-man years ago yeah mm-hmm. years years ago so i think sony just didn't expect spider-man to be as successful because they were just like it's another reboot we'll make money from this anyway yeah. and they're like oh shoot <laughs> they're making a lot of money from this i have noticed that that spider-man recently has been really big yeah because you know venom came out that's sort of the mm-hmm. spider universe and then into the spider-verse that also spider-verse like, great movie amazing and then during that time uh one of the most uh Better Spider-Man games came out on the PS4 yeah. as well. That did a good too, right? Yeah, that, that game really did really, really well. And all yeah. this like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you see it everywhere. So they, like it was Spider-Man's year, I feel like. Yeah, like I said, I really think that they were building him up to be the new Tony Stark, not just like in the story, but like as a, as a, as promo, you know, as their attention getter. Because whenever Robert Downey Jr. does anything, whenever Iron Man did anything, people were always like. 
gotta watch it gotta do it like that was the one centerpiece that everyone was down for right and i really do think they wanted tom holland spider-man to be that for them but now it's all up in the air if he does leave um i think that new face is probably gonna be the new cap Um, oh yeah yeah i don't disagree although uh as guardians of the The galaxy or galaxy yeah um that's what i think was also something they were counting on because endgame ends with thor going with the guardians of the galaxy right right and so i feel like that's kind of their backup plan because it pulls together because most of the people that liked uh guardians of the galaxy liked that right right they liked it for what it was they liked it for those characters they liked it for that storyline even though of course it ties into the avengers they liked it just as a standalone right i personally uh, thought it was just a little bit removed from what i was looking for in the avengers and so like i know that there's a lot of people like me that were just kind of like all right this is my like og like set of movies that i'm gonna watch this is what i'm gonna stick to but i think that they wanted that like to be their backup plan always because they're joining together two of their biggest like fan bases because guardians of the galaxy was kind of like their new x-men and i remember like when guardian like the when the first guardians came out years yeah. ago Marvel did not expect how successful that movie was going to yeah. be. But it, it, it hit hard it among did fans. Really well. I, I loved it. I love Guardians. And I think the way they tied it back up with Avengers was really good. And hopefully they continue that yeah. into Phase 4. And Chris Pratt was, I mean, huge actor, right? And the soundtrack, I think, helped a lot. We've talked oh, about yeah. soundtracks in movies before, and I think that helped. I disagree with what you guys are saying. Did you say disagree? <laughs> I don't. No, I said agree. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No, it really I don't have. I don't have too much background. So but I that's why I want to hear what you have to say because in. since you don't have on, as much like investment into this, uh-huh. like you're the opinion that matters to me right now, and also to the studio because you're the people they're coming after. They want to like rope you in. People are mad at you right now. Why? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're the target audience because you're new to it, hmm. and especially for a new phase. Well. I really started to like Marvel, and then after they took out Spider-Man, I'm boycotting, so. Wow. No, Spider-Man really became my favorite superhero really quickly. Yeah? Yeah. And so, for them to take that away. Well, he's not gone. Yeah, but now he's not Just misplaced. a part of Marvel. <laughs> right? That's why I yeah. watch the movies. I mean, he's still there. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same. Nah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Marvel does have like these cool like Avengers, but like Spider Man was also my favorite superhero. I love Spider Man. I think was just really good as a standalone. He did the movies, and he as a hero mm-hmm. has always done well without having to be involved with any of the superhero groups. And now it's just kind of like people only associate him with the other superheroes, yeah. like especially with Iron Man. Yeah. And now Iron Man's gone, and now for Spider Man to be gone from that universe as well, I honestly don't think that the next phase is going to be as successful as they. It was gonna be. Yeah, I agree. No, I think they'll push through. I, I, they're I, obviously I not. Know. I think they'll push through. They're not gonna it. like people, fail. It's just not gonna be. I don't think so. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't it. think yes. as many people, people will. Because many? look, after the like huge success that the movies had, mm-hmm. they were probably expecting something like that, like that same amount of hype, and it's died down. I haven't seen as much uh, interest in what they're doing next. Okay, Spider-Man was introduced to um, this cinematic universe. Uh, in Captain America Civil War. Yes. There was many, many movies before that which did very well. Yes. And Spider-Man was not involved at all. Right. So I think Marvel, they're going to continue doing good. That was before, good. though. Yeah, now yeah and they were right. doing good. And I think they'll do just as good without Spider-Man. I want Spider-Man to stay. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I don't think that's the final say of whether Marvel is done. 
you know? Yes and no, because now that's one less familiar face for people to look into. So I think that they're going to do well with getting the new fans. But the people that have been invested in this for years, like, those people are the ones that I think are going to lose interest. What I mean, but there is going to be a lot of change regardless in Phase 4, right? Like, it's the whole rebranding, new people, Mm -hmm. new characters. So, who knows? Yeah. It might not might not change much i honest, i mean i hope i'm wrong because it would be cool to see marvel kind of bounce back from this and come up with some new fresh ideas instead yeah. of just sequels as we've had for the that. past few years i just i don't think it will i think they're going to lean heavier into thor and captain america than they thought they would have to and like me personally i'm just like i'll watch it just because like whatever but i'm not gonna like be as invested in i don't think like by i'll watch it like i might not go to the movies to see it but i'll see it whenever it comes out on netflix or something mm-hmm. no nah, it's dead you think dead? it's dead <laughs> it's gone marvel's finished dude. hot take from jorge you heard uh, it here first folks. Uh, marvel canceled it's time for uh dc's takeover Ooh. we talked a little about this before <laughs> i really do think that dc's gonna step up to the plate it has to yeah. and this is like if they were gonna do it i think right now it's like they have the best chance to do that yeah if they play their cards right i think dc is really going to be able to uh kind of turn the uh, attention to them only because of like i said the familiar facing is huge people like to see things that they already care about other than having to start a whole new like fan connection with the subject there's so much potential for dc too yeah there like is years of history there and i really hope they revisit that for sure and and take a look at the justice league movies yeah I feel like if they can nail this next Justice League movie, whenever it comes out, Mm -hmm. that's going to be, like, key for their success. Because, I mean, they have their fans that will watch it anyway, but if they want to grow and, like, surpass Marvel ever, (laughs) then they're really going to have to do something good. They're coming out with a movie, Joker, this October. They are. I heard some good reviews about that movie, And that movie's going to bang, trust me. I heard some really good reviews. That shit's going to take off. Yeah. It Isn't looks like it's gonna be good. Who's the Joker? Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Right? I think it's, no, it's Phoenix. Ooh, no, that's Joaquin Phoenix. That Queen Robert Phoenix. Pattinson? I thought he Isn't was. Isn't that gonna be the new Batman? Oh, Batman. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah, new Batman. Yeah, right, Batman. Yeah. Which is insane, mm-hmm. by the way. So, yeah, like they're starting to rebrand DC too. Yeah. So, it's, it's gonna and be interesting to see where it goes. Robert Pattinson's gonna be huge for them because people mm-hmm. are gonna be like, oh, dude, that's the guy from Twilight. People are gonna see it just to see if he's good or not, right? I can't see him being Batman. So people are going to see it just to see if they can. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, dude, the trailer of just him, like no other actors, what? that trailer is amazing. It's and like, insane. I went into it already being over the Joker just because the Joker's had so many like different actors, so many different runs, and it's been kind of overtaken by like the more annoying half of the fan base, I want to say. Some actors have been good though, like Heath Ledger. like did Of course, mm-hmm. legendary, iconic. Job playing the Joker. Jared Leto was awful for the Joker. Yeah. That kind of really tanked the the persona of the Joker. But this new, but Joker, this new one, theme, it I was like so good, do, dude. He'll do a really good job. I watched it and literally did not even have a thought of like the past like failed versions of the Joker. I watched it and I'm like, this is new. This is something I could get behind. And it, it seems like a very separate film yeah from the rest of the dc universe which i'm wondering like will it will there be any connection i think from what i understand is they want to see if this joker can be kind of his own thing Mm -hmm. and they're going to integrate him in whatever way is actually fitting other than just like hey guys here's a movie and here's the joker like they actually want him to fit into it not just kind of like 
Jared Leto where it was just like, here's the Joker. He doesn't really have anything to do with this story, but like he's here. Yeah, it was just rush. They don't want to repeat of that. Yeah. They really I, do want him I, to be a part I of it. I also know they're making a new Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be including the Joker in there. So I would, I would actually just say I hope not because he's not really the most important character for Suicide Squad and he distracts the attention. Like yeah. the focus kind of turns towards the Joker instead, and it doesn't let the actual Suicide Squad shine through. Yeah, I feel like this new Joker movie it'll be more of a what's that wizard word for it? Like a psychological thriller. Yeah, almost like mm-hmm. it's not really like a superhero movie. It's, you're like watching a guy get beat down over and over and over by society until one day he just snaps. Yeah. You know, and I'm really excited to see that. It'll be really cool to see. I'm excited for it. And I think uh, they're doing really well about not listening to the fans because this is honestly at this point a good thing because Endgame felt like, especially the thing with the hammer, like I'm going to be stuck on that forever. It felt like they were just kind of like, they saw what the fans wanted and they were like, all right, let's give the people what they want. And they kind of made a movie that people would, they knew that people would go crazy for but only the people that were like the loudest majority like especially on the internet right at conventions and stuff like people have been stuck on uh when cap could like move the hammer yeah and he didn't pick it up right and so the what i wanted to happen is like he picks it up and it's just like a moment of worthiness right because he has to save thor i thought that would have been cool just like one and done right but for him to just like continue to use it like as his it's just like it got tired so fast and like this is the end of the movie this is like what 20 minutes and i was already over that like they kind of it was very much like fan service the movie wait so you is that something you liked or you didn't like i didn't like that they leaned so far into it because what? instead of focusing on the story they kind of made it more like hey guys we did the thing you saw you saw we did the thing yeah, that you guys I, wanted I, I, we I did that agree with carl on that the story like the writing of it was kind of lackluster at least for me yeah i feel like it could have been better yeah it felt really like rushed in a sense i disagree please I think elaborate that, oh, King. I think that uh, Marvel did a really good job with Avengers Endgame for many reasons. Um, I don't think they did a bad job. I think, I think they just for one they they job. gave the fans what they wanted, right? Which mm-hmm. is a huge service to to what made Marvel what it is today. But they also surprised the fans, right? Like I I went uh, to watch that movie with like all these scenarios in my head of what, what was going to happen, yeah. how they're gonna how they're gonna finish the movie, how they're gonna end Phase Four, and none of those scenarios lined up with what I got. Yeah, no. And I absolutely yeah. love that movie. I loved it. I, I thought that the what is it, three plus hours mm-hmm. were absolutely worth it to watch and many, many moments in that movie that I loved. I don't disagree. It was worth it. And it was like I said, the ending was poetic. I hated it because I loved Iron Man, but like the ending was poetic and it was mm-hmm. fitting for the for the movie and for the phase the end of phase three. But I think the way they went about like like you said people clapped in the theater right yeah. the way they went about getting those reactions was just very transparent like it wasn't something you had to like be like oh dude they did the thing like it was just like they kept reminding you hey we did the thing we did the thing and it was also like that with the scene of like all the female heroes that was a really really cool shot right mm-hmm. but that was a scene that I think they could have expanded on, like, all of their, like, moments in the fight scenes because they don't have a lot of uh, screen time throughout the movies, right? Like, especially Valkyrie, like... Well, I mean, that was the whole point of that scene, right? That was the point the of that scene to just to, like, be, like, the which, female empowerment. That's a scene that I think could have gone on for longer to show, like, their individual battles because you really just see Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, but we also have to take into account 
all the and I believe it's sixty plus heroes yes, there's that we, a lot that we want to fit into a movie. So spend a little less right? time on Captain America with Thor's hammer and a little more time on all of the smaller heroes. Like even freaking Black Panther. He didn't get almost any like com- comparatively, right? Right. Black they, Panther was huge. They, but they really weren't one of the first more. Avengers, right? Right. So that's something that they were heavily emphasized in this movie. Yeah. The, they, the, they started with, with the X Avengers. They're going to end with these Avengers, right? Exactly. So that transition is what I think was lacking because they focused so much on what the fans wanted to see from like specific heroes. They didn't focus enough on others that I think should have been more relevant in the, in the transition. Okay. Excellent. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Noor, yes. thoughts? You can't ask me about these things. I don't know enough. What do you mean? To have, I don't Nora, know what enough do you mean? to have an opinion. But that's why I want to hear your opinion because like, we're both very invested in what we cared about in that movie. I know, I see that. But I mean, I, I thought it was an excellent movie. The best one I've seen so far. And I've only seen like four. <laughs> 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 okay, but of those four then, do you think that the movie was like I'm assuming the four have been the Avenger ones and yes. Spider-Man, right? Yeah. So only knowing the Avengers as as a whole, right, as mm-hmm. a group, do you think that transition was well done, like well done, well made, or do you think it played too much into individual heroes? Because that's my problem is, <laughs> like, they focus so much on individual things that you had to know or care about specifically, right? Right. Um, I disagree with you. Okay. Ooh. I thought it was really good, really okay. good transitions. I don't know. So it was everything that I needed it to be. Yeah. So you think the passing of the torch was like enough, like everyone got enough like of a spotlight? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes. I disagree with you, Noah. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Would you like to elaborate or was that your statement? No, that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the movie was cool. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess, well, I mean, you can't be like, you can't be Avatar without, you know, doing something, right? It was like sold more than <laughs> yes. the number one. Can I just say I film. hated Avatar as a movie? Yeah, blue I people? Ha- I yes. hated Avatar. Blue so people were great. I, I hated <laughs> Blue people the movie. You know why <laughs> Avatar did so well? Because a lot of people were like, who? They don't really remember that movie, right? Mm-hmm. But at the at the time, like, it was like revolutionary. It was. Right? They took advantage of 3D yeah. stuff, this, yes. this fantasy mm-hmm. world. For the time, it was good. I just can't believe it spent so long at the top. I didn't like it. Especially Ugh. considering that they used papyrus. with you, Nor. Papyrus. Okay, the font <gasps> used for avatars. Papyrus. I really hope whoever's listening, you've seen the SNL skit with Ryan Gosling about papyrus. Yeah, or whoever it was. But yeah. Anyway, it's just hard. Like it's hard to fit all these different people. Yeah. Into one film, right? Yeah. And to and to make them interact equally, it's just I think it's it's impossible. So yes. the way they did it, I think was the correct way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that I don't disagree with. Like they did what they could with what they had, and mm-hmm. they did probably their best. I just think they leaned way too much into the cap hammer thing. What do you mean cap hammer thing? Cap with Thor's hammer. But that was such like, like like a short part of the movie though. They emphasized it so much though because it really like, affected Carla. It did. <laughs> it really did. Carla, did they emphasize that? Did they build it up after all those movies? Absolutely, yeah. But that's the whole point. He was the first Avenger. They yeah. did that for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna do that with with Valkyrie. No, they're not, they're not gonna do that with Black Panther. 
I'm not saying not the, they weren't the first Ooh. Avengers. I'm not saying <laughs> that about the way. first Avengers thing. Go like off, King. Chill, don't yell into the mic. <laughs> I'm just saying th- that's just like my prime example because I think that was the biggest one that got the biggest reaction. Mm-hmm. I just think they should have focused a little bit more on other smaller aspects that also mattered because it is the end of an era and there's a lot of loose ends to tie for them to focus so much on one. And, like, I remember people complaining that Bucky got too much screen time, and I'm like, Bucky hasn't even, like, existed for, like, the last five movies. What are you talking about? So I think people just kind of wanted different things from it. But for an ending, I think that was, it was a good end. Good end unlocked. Mm -hmm. Financially, it did great. Of course. Yeah, financially. It did did great. Uh, Final thought on the, I guess, final movie, the end credit. Or the lack of an end credit scene. I remember over the summer they re-released it, I think, Mm -hmm. but they added an extra scene. Did they? I didn't go see it, though, but I did hear that they added an extra scene when they were going to show it in the theaters again. And what was that scene? I don't know. Oh. Did any of you go see it again? No. No. I don't think so. I don't... I I, I remember seeing that on Twitter. I just... I never cared enough to look it up. I was like, I'm done. I saw a scene of uh, the moment where Tony Stark passes away. That was mm-hmm. deleted from the original film, um, where all the heroes kneel. Yes, and that was an that's extended it. version that's will that will be included in the in the CD copy, DVD. Um, DVD. <laughs> yeah, is that what you're talking about? No, it was no, in the theater. No, it was in the theaters. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then I I did see that Chris. I didn't see what the scene was that they added in theaters. I just the end being Iron Man crafting the suit. That's something that I liked that I know people didn't like. Like, just the audio of uh, the metal, like, clanking over the Marvel logo. Because there wasn't an end credit scene. It was just right. the audio over that. I liked that. That's my little tribute. Yeah, I liked it because it was just kind of like, it was subtle. It's like, if you know, you know. Yeah. If you care enough to sit through it, you're going to know. I personally liked that. Yeah, that was cool. All right, any other thoughts on superhero movies? You're wrong, Carla. That was a wow. great movie. I, I didn't say it was a bad was a movie. movie. <laughs> It was a good movie. I'm just sad about it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) time for a new topic, shall we? Yes. (laughs) All right. So continuing our theme of summer catch-up, Area 51. Jorge. Area 51. (laughs) 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 All right. While everyone gets settled, I will talk about Area 51. Yes, Area 51. Backstory. Backstory. Give us the origin. We all have heard of this right we all have area 51 fresh in our minds this yes. started with a facebook event being created as has been the trend for about a year or two now uh an event that was called something like let's all storm area 51 they can't stop us all right mm-hmm. event took off on facebook filled up they had to create a new event filled up they had to create a new event filled up because like everyone was joining it because it was Funny there's a max was, limit how many people can join? Yeah. I think there's a max limit okay. as far as like an article I read said. I don't know. You don't know the number? I don't. Uh, this was just, it was a lot happening all at once and I was kind of just in it for the jokes. But I do remember reading that someone said that there was like a limit. I may be wrong because you can't believe everything you see on the internet. But really? uh, yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? But so the event took off, right? And people, of course, had the greatest time with these memes about area 51 uh the pictures came out though of like people in the government having to go through uh briefings about what naruto running was because one of the ideas was to naruto run to get through the (laughs) security faster um 
but those pictures I think were like the funniest thing because it showed that like the actual government really had to be concerned in case 300,000 people decided to show up at Area 51 mm-hmm. to find some aliens. I think one of my favorite memes of the summer was uh, the alien I stole from Area 51 like doing something like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, those yeah, were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love those so much. Yeah. But yeah, uh, recently, however, the event on Facebook changed from... Uh, the memes supposedly I think the date is sometime this month September this first half of the month right it changed and it started promoting a music festival Ooh. to go down in the Area 51 region you know Very in the deserts so the theory now is that this event was created with the hopes and kind of the faith that it would take off and create pretty much this promo for a new music festival wait so they're not storming Area 51 I mean, well, the the date for it has not been reached yet, right? right. I think it's September. No. What is it? September twenty like something. Yes. Right. Uh, I'll look it up right now, actually. But um, yeah, the idea is now that we are not storming Area Fifty One, but instead going to a music <laughs> festival. Doesn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties, as usual, but what can you expect? Is it like two different events? One storming No, Area it turns out that it's like and all... And one is like a concert thing. It's apparently all part of the same thing. Sweet like, the event on Facebook was created to promote the music festival. That's what the theory is at this point, because I think one of the events on Facebook, I think the original one got deleted or is the one that changed entirely to the music festival. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's no more storming then? <laughs> hey, we're not no storming way. Area 51 anymore. <laughs> I was looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, you can still storm Area 51 if you really want to. You'll get shot. I mean. <laughs> so they're having a music festival near so, the area. Yeah, 51. obviously you can't have a music festival on Area 51, right. but I think it's set to be like in the deserts, like as close as possible as you can get. Hmm. So, I mean, the the possibility of people still storming Area 51, you know, as concert really or it. festival goes. Where are you? Where are you, Jorge? A bunch of people. Just- Naruto running with <laughs> Area 51. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. Oh, man. What was the end goal there? Like, what? Like, what? I so, think people what just people trying to. Right. I know this. I know this. Okay. So, I read back. You they were going to storm. Alien, no, I don't want an alien. Why Laura. not? Do you want an alien? Let Jorge speak. Okay. They were going to storm Area 51. And I think. So, there's also like what's area 51 hiding you know yeah. so that's why they wanted to storm it they wanted to go inside or something see the aliens because i think that's what the original like yeah thing was about it was to, to see, see the they want to see them aliens prove right? that is they want to yeah. see them aliens, prove the aliens you know? so that's why they went. exactly however uh Wait, what's happening no are you good no are you, no, are right? you good <laughs> are we okay kids no <laughs> Um, <laughs> <He just goes. laughs> no, focus, my friends. <laughs> Nor's crying. Um, <laughs> Nor actually is crying from laughter, and I don't know what happened. Something's going on with Nor. Nor, girl, you good? I'm good. Continue. Nor, you're crying. No, you're sobbing, oh bro. God. Everything okay? My dear listeners, as confused as you are, I can assure you, I am too. From the side of the table, I don't know what's going on. I'm beside her. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm good. Nor, are you good? Mm-hmm. All good. All good. 
All right, so back to the dis. You know, you're not good because as I try to go back to the discussion, you're still sitting here dying of laughter. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> so, recap, because now I need to recap. Area 51 we event turns into music festival. We wanted to see aliens. Yeah. Jorge wants to Naruto run. I don't want to Naruto. I want to see a lot of people Naruto run to Area 51. Hopefully someone like streams it or something. Okay, so there are a lot of things to unpack here, right? Mm -hmm. So I think first and foremost, say that this event had happened and not changed. The idea was to storm Area 51. Do you think people would have shown up? I think maybe like one or two. One or two people? No. Out no, of like no, hundreds think, of thousands that signed yeah. up? Like what, a thousand maybe? I'm hoping a, a good thousand or so, or so yeah. A thousand or so. Wasn't Would, the government though like issuing warnings for Yes, they that? did. I'm telling you like they posted like someone leaked like pictures of their briefings like preparing them mm -hmm. in case people stormed and then I think the government tweeted or something like y'all can't come don't here. Don't do that, yeah. Yeah. Then they said like they'll shoot or something. Yeah, they said that it's protected. What? They I don't they did not come on like the internet <laughs> be like, "Hey guys, we're going <laughs> to shoot you." <laughs> <laughs> but they like, but, like warned them, right? They issued warnings that yeah. Area 51 is still like a protected base and that you can't just have access to it. Anyone trespassing will be apprehended or otherwise, you know, prohibited from entering the premises. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Do you I think I don't know if people would have done it. I think there's a probably saying, a good you know? group of people that would have showed up. Not hundreds of thousands, of course, but I think people would have shown up. Yeah, like 10. It's also <laughs> a very remote location, which I think people uh, forget. It's very hard to get there. So, yeah, definitely not all 200,000 people would have made it. No. It's an interesting thing to think about, though. Actually, like, Because, honestly, that's how revolutions work. If mm -hmm. enough people show up and do enough, like... Uh, whatever. Except that's how you overthrow the government. Except time. for yeah, there's no, no freedom, purpose. Right? Yeah, there's really no purpose other than just like we just want proof that aliens exist. Mm -hmm. Not freedom, aliens. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Solid. It's ironic. <laughs> um, do you think that well uh, with this change with the festival, do you think people will go to the festival with the hopes of still gaining access to Area Fifty One? No. I think they'll just go to the festival to go. Just for, like, the fun of it? Mm -hmm. I mean, if Area 51 doesn't work out, you still get to listen to some good music, so. Are you sure it's going to be good? No. You still get to listen to some music. <laughs> I think it brings back the clout thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I went to the Area 51. Just because you were a part of the event, right? That's pretty cool, though, right? Good callback, yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I went to the Area 51. Yeah, let's go. Okay. All right, so the music festival, as it stands, do you guys think it'll be as successful as uh, the original idea to just storm? the area 51 or do you think people are just going to be like oh it's like fire festival 2.0 uh the latter fire you think festival so do y'all know what fire festival is yes florida i heard it was like a like a huge scam they were trying to put in like a huge festival and it didn't really work out people paid money never got it back mm -hmm. yeah a lot of people went to jail that's what i heard yeah and they had like huge uh influencers promoting it like the kardashian jenner yeah. really? them yeah, they and their did. model friends and yeah, nothing ever came of it. Like people showed up, uh, they were kind of like just disaster tents and like trays of like, I think sandwiches. Yikes. Yeah. And it was not at all like up to code or anything. Um, and I think what I've seen most is now that it's supposed to be, uh, 
a music festival, people don't really have the highest hopes for it to be as successful because they think it's just kind of like, oh, they just kind of bounced off of it. Like, there's the people that don't think it was promo at all, right? They think they just kind of saw an opportunity and they grabbed it. And I think that I kind of want to lean more on the other side where, like, they knew what they were doing with the event. Like, they knew that it would get the attention that they needed in order to be able to use that for something else. The something else now being the music festival. So like a conspiracy theory almost? Almost a conspiracy theory. Mm. Area 51. It's crazy, bro. Thank you for that eloquent statement. Very crazy. Very crazy. Hmm. Like, what do you think of the two potential scenarios? Like, someone's just kind of taking the attention that the original Facebook event got and being like, hey, we could do something out of this. Or do you think it was all planned? The first one. They just kind of saw an opportunity. Yeah, it seems a bit far fetched. I don't know, man. People be out here. People are crazy, and they definitely wanted to storm Area 51. Would you have stormed Area 51? (laughs) No. Would you? Me? Yeah. No. Would you? I'd I'd watch it like stream, but I wouldn't like. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's what everyone was sort of going for. Like everyone was down to like watch a bunch of people, you know. Fucking Naruto run to Area 51. <laughs> right. But not many people would like actually be down to show there. I'm really curious to know as to how many people would have shown up. And honestly, like, we still don't know so when is the if people again? are going to show up. Happen? Oh, yes. Uh, that was what we were looking up before. We had some technical difficulties. Um, I know it was... Okay, September 20th. Yeah. 20th. It now has the Wikipedia page, you guys. We shall know. September then. what? Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, is an American Facebook event currently planned for September 20th, 2019 at Area 51, Ooh. a U.S. Air Force facility within, whatever, uh, in search for extraterrestrial <coughs> life. So the post was uh, made in the end of June, and over 2 million responded going. That's crazy. Dude, whenever I saw this, like I said, it was like 300,000. It was 2 nice. million at like its peak. Yeah, uh, officials, like, all warn people to not do it, to not do it, uh, not go. But, like, dude, meme culture? Meme culture is a this, phrase This now. is a really test of how strong meme culture is. Meme culture is insane. If, if, a, if a shit ton of people show up, then meme, I respect it, you know. Good job for the memes. We go back to the whole cloud culture with that. Though, yeah. Right? We saw a lot of people signing up, it gained traction, now everyone's interested, right? Right. people just kind of want to be included they want to be like involved in the next big thing and memes do that i think we kind of saw a rise of like the facebook events as memes around like there was a hurricane or something and uh people just kind of started saying like naruto run at the hurricane to stop it (laughs) (laughs) which has become a huge thing but Mm. we're kind of seeing a rise of memes being used to promote things and promote events which like y'all said it does bring us back to the whole idea of out culture and the power of influencers honestly usually works right with like chick-fil-a you know they want that attention but i don't think area 51 wants they don't want that attention at all it's like the most secretive place (laughs) i think it was uh i think it's clever to like start going uh i mean obviously anything to do with aliens and the government like it's it's hard it's risky but for people to go at it with memes of all things like it gets the attention of people who otherwise wouldn't care or pay attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to see them aliens too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but 
at the safety of my own dorm. You feel me? Right, right. Of course. Through my computer. Exactly. <laughs> sure. It's kind of like we are living in a weird little point of history where it's like, are you going to do something about it, or are you just going to watch it all unfold? Now that it's so easy and convenient to watch everything unfold, because like back then, like you either got involved or you had to wait to figure out whether like big events were successful or not. Mm-hmm. Like moments of revolution. And I feel like the general public has been asking for proof of aliens forever, right? And so... Let me ask you a question, Carla. Go ahead. Do you believe in aliens? Oh my God. We've had this discussion on the show before with you Carla? three. I, hate I believe in aliens for sure. I wanted really? to say Nor? it first. Yes, I believe in aliens. Jorge? Jorge See, is an alien. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know, dude. I, I want to believe, but like, right? Like it, it's gotta be right. <laughs> like, statistically, like, I mean, mathematically, like, the universe is so vast. <laughs> right. But there's so many theories, and I read the thing about this is I read up on this so much that if they are real, you know, I would have seen one by now. <laughs> okay, what at do least you someone, mean? you know, someone. How do you know that one of us is not an alien? Dun, dun, dun. Are you good, Nor? I'm good. I'm just asking. Dog, last time Nor said that she'd been to the moon. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a we- I'm, I'm weirded out. Wait, do you believe in aliens? Yeah, yeah. I do. Hmm. It's just like, wh- why do you assume they would want to come here, though? If the universe is so vast, yeah. What's so interesting about Earth? Hmm. We're killing it. <laughs> right? We've got That's what's interesting. It. 18 months. We are killing it. Hmm? We've got 18, 18 months. months left to live, bro. True? No, I don't think so. 18 months it's already happened. Where it's irreversible. Uh, but we're still be fine, right? It's just irreversible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we'll going to die, fine. but it's going to be fine. Oh, shit. What were you going to ask? Something about aliens. Yeah, cause Are they real? Yeah. Okay, you guys have already asked that. He was going to say something yeah, before. Yeah, I took his question. <laughs> yeah, that was my question. <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> Are they real? Yeah, because you're talking about aliens and stuff like you want to see the aliens in Area 51. Mm-hmm. But Area 51 is... Well, they say it's used for, like, uh, aircraft training, right? Right. As a site to train aircrafts. Nothing else. Dude, there's no aliens. possible way. Like, otherwise, why would it be so secretive? And how did it get the reputation of being about, you know, I mean, hiding aliens? Do you want to disclose your biggest and most harmful weapons to the public? Of course not. But, I mean, for them to choose aliens, like, something that piques everyone's curiosity as their cover. Like, Who chose aliens? That's what I'm saying. Like, I how did the public did. That, that's just been assumed this right. whole time. And so you think the government has just been like, dude, it's not aliens. We're not going to tell you what it is, but it's not aliens. Well, it's not their job to, like, But you know people wouldn't listen. Right. You think they hide behind the people's choice of it being aliens? The government? Yeah. The government's just like running with it because they know it keeps the attention away from their biggest, most dangerous weapons. That could be it. That would make sense to me. Interesting. Very interesting. The question then becomes, do you think that if not Area 51, there's another area actually dedicated to aliens in a safer, more uh, remote location? It's Area 41. Area 41? Yep. Maybe, yeah. Probably. Yeah. What do you guys think about then uh, the lack of returns to space? I know we've touched on this before on the show. I don't know if it was with you guys, but then like the curiosity about aliens is huge, right? Do you think maybe that's why there hasn't been as much of an emphasis on returning to space after going to the moon? 
No, I think we just don't have the technology for that. You I think mean, so? We don't even like know what's what's in all like our oceans, right? So right. imagine the whole universe. Do you think that maybe the technology exists? It's just the research isn't released to the public. Mm, no, I I'm leaning more towards the idea that we don't have the technology to come close to exploring all of our universe. Right. Um. I mean, we struggled to make it to Mars, right? Right. We made it to the moon a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, people have passed away in that process. So yeah, I think to say that we need to discover aliens sometime in the near future doesn't seem realistic to me. You don't think it'll be in our lifetime then that we get proof of extraterrestrial life? Because um, I feel like every month or so they come up with a new story about like, ooh, there's a planet just like Earth and this other solar yeah, that's system. True. No, I think that we will. I think that they will find other forms of life, Mm -hmm. probably in our lifetime. And I don't think that the technology isn't there. I just think that maybe they're afraid Mm -hmm. to use what they do have just in case something does go wrong. Right. But I do think it's there. Jorge, what are your thoughts? The end times. What does that mean, Jorge? The end times? Yeah, what do you mean by the, the end, end of times? Yes. Well, it's like the Bible and the Apocalypse. I don't know if y'all read the Bible. But it does say, like, during this time, like, there are signs that the end is coming. Is coming, basically. Because mm-hmm. you see, like, all these, like, men in power, like Donald Trump, uh, disasters happening. Yeah. But I feel like it's been like that forever. No, yeah, for sure. But yep. now it's more noticeable. I mean, now it's anything. 18 months, right? Yeah. It's more pressing now. Yeah, more people are becoming more aware. So you think we're actually about to go through Revelation? No, now we just have better media to cover it. But Nora's right. Corruption, all this stuff has been around for yeah. since the beginning I mean, of time, right? Do you guys right? remember when the world was going to end in 2012? Yeah, but nothing was actually happening. There was a movie? He's, he's right. Okay. <laughs> there was a movie. movie. No, plus if there was a movie then. No, but like he said, the natural disasters thing is true. There's been a huge uh, increase in that. Huge spike in that, yeah. Yeah. But that's because of climate change. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if that's the end of times, we've. What if that is the end of times, and I'm we've excited. just been misinterpreting? Maybe it is. I'm You're excited. excited. Why are you excited? What's wrong with you? What do you mean? You're excited about You're excited what? The world to end. I just want some excitement <laughs> in my Goodness. life. Whether it be through chaos, Area Fifty One. Area 51, aliens, Jorge, revelations. Bro. But you just want to watch it, right? Why don't you just go into Rudo run into the he government? He doesn't want to go through it. Just watch it. I get it. shot. I ain't trying to get shot. Yeah. That would be exciting. That's exciting, yeah. Getting shot? Mm-hmm. I mean, you want the, <laughs> the world to end. Yeah, but like, think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. Just imagine. Imagine what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you see like earthquakes are like crumbling tornadoes hurricanes people die i don't want to i'm dying too i'm dying too Jorge, you're willing to sacrifice the will of the world just for you to not be bored bro get some hobbies i'll do my part right i'll do my part i'll do my part in helping the earth as much as i can right that means no straws (laughs) no no turtles i actually okay stop i'm trying to do my part but People are saying it is inevitable. Is it not, Carl? It is inevitable. It's One day. inevitable only because we've. I think we've pushed the earth too far. I think the 18th month thing is just kind of like a call to action, but mm-hmm. we're past the point of no return. 
like yeah. especially because the, sp- the spike in natural disasters stands a testament to yeah. that but i actually do want to discuss this a little bit since mm-hmm. you brought it up discuss about what? the straws and the turtles the straws. this call to action for people to do kind of like minimal things there's like oh by doing this little thing you could save the world that's not going to do anything it's the corporations and the factories and all of the like gigantic waste that i think is the real issue here and I until i disagree on that i discuss. think that so collectively about what about eight nine billion of us in this mm-hmm. planet if we all collectively agree to you know we we're using the example of straws right right to get rid of straws that will make a difference that mm-hmm. doesn't take care of all the human garbage that's out in the planet but it stops from creating new human garbage to to being spread right, right. so if anything it just um extends the time that we so-called end right mm-hmm. from the planet i think it's just doesn't cure it but it extends time so i think it's just kind of to help us not feel so helpless because it is something that will help it's just not enough Oh yeah, no, but it's not I enough. Like, I agree on that. Yeah, I feel like if you, if every person thought the way that you just said, like, oh, I'm just one person, I'm not going to make a difference, then like we're really not going to make a difference. No, of course not. But I'm saying like that's that's not it's not enough to just cut that one thing out of your lifestyle. If you genuinely want to benefit the planet, it takes so much more than that. And I think that people just not everyone is willing to do the research to figure out like whether because there are people that like live no waste lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see these videos come like go viral every now and then and about like people yeah. like like keep all of their trash for a year and it can fit in a mason jar. Exactly. I mean yeah. in in a perfect world, you know, all eight billion of us yeah. are become vegetarians, right? But here's the thing don't consume meat. But it's just okay, hard. It's so, very, very impossible. And that's another thing too, because mm-hmm. people like to say that about being vegetarian, being vegan, but unless everyone does it, it's just not realistic. It's it not realistic, happen. exactly. So the thing here is with uh, obviously renewable energy is something that we have got to perfect. We've got to like make more widespread. But also, the waste-free lifestyle could also be uh, more attainable if things were made in such a way that they wouldn't produce so much waste. Like if you go to the bookstore. You'll see the 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 composition books for like what two dollars or something. Right. The decomposition books, which are made out of like recyclable material and all that stuff, they're like eight dollars. Mm-hmm. It's expensive to live a life that would benefit the planet. But if we as consumers don't buy those products that harm the earth, mm-hmm. these corporations won't make them. So at the end of the day, the people who have the final say is us. Because the corporations, they're just doing their job. They're just trying to make money, sell their product, right? Right. But we have the final say whether we want to buy it or not. You have to realize not. the corporations aren't the separate entity. They are also just people. They want money. Yes. That sell product that we buy. Right. So there's a hierarchy here and who's deciding what. So it all goes back to the corporations because you can decide that you're not going to buy anything. There's no such thing as ethical consumerism. It's impossible in this day and age. I mean, like, I get what you're saying. Like, we decide. But at the end of the day, like, people can't afford yeah, like you can expensive one. You know, as much as you don't want to give them your money, like not everybody can afford an eight dollar notebook. So then we should just tell the big corporations to not make that product. And that's the issue. That's exactly to not the try issue. to earn their living. No, they no, can still make their all, living huh? without this. But they're obviously it's harder to make because it's not just right. one. Right. It's everything's connected and everyone has to like uh, their supply and demand. Right. Everyone has to pay more for better products because mm-hmm. it. Uh, it takes more time, it takes more people, it takes more resources. But that's because there hasn't been a proper shift in it. Like, especially with, so for example, with renewable energy, which is something that I feel like I know a little bit more about just because we have to go through it in school, right? The issue with solar energy being the thing is that it's expensive to, like, make the solar panels or whatever. But once that shift has, you know, come to, like, settle, 
the energy itself is cheaper because like the sun is providing all the energy and you're not having to spend as much on people like uh getting like the the like oil right or fossil fuels and all of that like because that's also manpower that's machinery that's a lot of waste and it's harming the planet but it's expensive to actually transition into a lifestyle that wouldn't harm the planet and i think that's why it comes back into the corporations because like you said they're just people that want money for their work right Mm -hmm. but they're also people who could also be doing things to benefit the planet just like we have the final say, they also have a final say because whenever they're done working, they go home and they have to choose whether they're going to buy the $2 notebook or the $8 notebook and whether they're going to work to save the planet or not. Yeah, but at that point, when they go home, they become people like us. Right. That, that's what I'm trying to get at. I think. What do you um, think, Chris? I think. Yes. You ready He's literally I'm saying ready, what Chris. he thinks. All right. Now, I just think that um, us collectively, we all make the difference. If I we all decide to, to change... There will be change. Right. But it's got to start with us first. You're not wrong. But like I said, the corporations are also people. A really important factor of change when it comes to humans is I feel like they're more inclined to change when their lives are at risk. Yeah. And climate change is pretty much risk. Yeah, no. but I don't like I their lives are at risk right now, but people are still not changing. Exactly. That, I'm, I'm getting people, to that, Nor. Relax, okay, right? I'm relaxed. Don't cut me off. Yeah, 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 right? chill, 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 chill. Don't cut me off. All right. No, like Nor was saying, like, they're not at risk right now, even though they are because we only have like 17 months. People don't care because they're living like lavishly right now. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? They're living lavishly. So they're <laughs> not going to do anything. They're not going to change, like Chris says, you know, collectively because yeah. they don't feel like they're in any danger yeah, at the moment. It, people are very much like it's not my problem mm-hmm. yet and mm-hmm. so until it's their problem they're not going to do anything so the people that work for these corporations right they don't see this impact directly right because they can afford the eight dollar notebook they can afford to like be like i did my part but the rest of the people they can't they can't feed into that like you can't just go live in the woods like uh henry david Thoreau. like you can't it's it's nearly impossible Human in today's day people are selfish they don't do anything until it becomes a problem for them themselves. Right. 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 But then there's the people that care and then there's the people that are trying to influence change. But how many people of those people that care outnumber the people that just Clearly live it's their not lives? enough because we have it's 18 not, months to save the planet. It's not enough. This is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still stand by my what I said earlier. No, I agree with what you said. It's just, it, it's just, it's easier said than done, right? Yeah, Cause definitely. Because it's so many of us. Yeah. So many of us to come together and agree on this one common problem. Right. But it's also easier said than done for these corporations because at the end of the day, they exist for one purpose and one purpose only. Mm-hmm. It's not for the consumer. It's not for the people. It's to make money. Right. Right. So if they could somehow turn that business into making money, but still helping our environment by all means but it's also kind of hard it is and that's the issue i think they're not not every corporation wants to put in the work to make that transition themselves for which reason for which reason i think the change starts with us as consumers to let them know what needs to be done right right yeah yeah you're not wrong um it's just like, kind of like she said, it's not realistic mm-hmm. because people can't afford that lifestyle and those that can don't necessarily, like he said, they don't necessarily feel the impact because it doesn't directly affect them. Right. A little bit just more on the um, on the straws thing then. 
like this the school switched right mm-hmm. from the cups with the straws to the other lids yes didn't we see them the sippy no, cups no that was we were wrong uh really yeah. Which yeah, they, what was it we just saw people with straws in the stew so we <gasps> and they had starbucks cups oh, so we shoot. thought that the school Reverse. reversed it no. but they didn't they just stopped at a different starbucks i've uh, seen people okay. actually use, actually like use the metal straws is what i was going to say yeah. like yeah, yeah i've seen that so too. for example like that is a thing that is happening but the thing is you put one company out of business another one's just going to step up and take its place because after this then the issue is going to become about metal after that what's the issue going to become like it's just it's a con it's a vicious cycle but you're making steps yeah it's steps change you know what i'm saying like like back to the corporations thing like i think that enough people spoke out about the straw situation that like starbucks a really big corporation has now switched to no straws and i think they'll be phasing out straws in 2020 completely Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's no like easy solution to it it's not going to be solved overnight i think I, i heavily agree with what Nora said it's this is small steps that count, right? right? So hopefully over time, it will be enough steps that it will be enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it just, it comes down to personal responsibility, but also, you know, I mean, the corporations are the ones that provide us with the products that we're going to buy. Like, they give us our choices. So the responsibility rests within the people with the power, as well as us to decide who we support and who we don't. That's right. But I don't, like you're saying, it rests with the corporations but starbucks had really no reason to take out straws until people started saying yeah, something about like it like the people have spoken and now the scientists have spoken too so i feel like uh it's more of a call to action at this point whether people or not are going to respond but walmart has also taken little action yeah their plastic bags are now in the state of connecticut only in connecticut, connecticut. And i don't small think steps, i don't think no, it's for environmental steps. reasons also. No. what'd you say I don't think it's for environmental reasons that Walmart is doing cars? that. I think it's just because uh, Connecticut's not doing too hot. <laughs> Please oh, elaborate on this. What do you mean Connecticut's not doing too hot? In terms of money, <laughs> Connecticut's not doing too hot. Mm-hmm. So, oh. I mean, if you can charge 10 extra cents for a bag, right. and people it adds up. People pay for it. People will pay for it. Like more, you go to money. the store, you pay like $100 worth of groceries. That's what, 10 bags maybe? No. It's only a dollar more. At that point, it doesn't affect people very much. So, I guess since we're talking about, like, important issues in the world and stuff like that, Jorge, please return Jorge. to your science seat. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it's our first week back. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay, so this is something we discussed discussing. And I think this will be a good topic to kind of end our night on because it's got a little bit of everything, you know, internet culture, uh, calls to action, etc. So as far as entertainment goes, the Women's World Cup happened, but so did esports championships. So there was a discrepancy and sort of an issue that went around with uh, the pay and the, you know, the wage gap. So, um, the women's team, I think, won, what, like, two, three million dollars for the team, for the, for, for the World Cup, right? The women's soccer team? Yeah, the stat I heard, the stat I heard was that the, um, and I might be wrong for this, um, the winner for the Women's World Cup 
the team as a whole gained four million dollars. Yes, the prize pool was of four million dollars, and there was a Fortnite championship in which a kid won three million dollars. Mm-hmm. There's another esports championship coming up. I think it's Fortnite again, and the prize pool is of ten million dollars. All of this compares to the men's soccer team. The prize being of 2018, 400 million dollars. What? Yeah. yeah. Power. But we are currently in this uh, discussion of. Why do you think that is such a huge discrepancy, Carla? It comes down to you know uh, systemic uh, sexism. And just kind of like a history of women not making as much as men. But because of this, it's also got to do with the fact that the men's men's sports just get a lot more attention. They get more promotion and, of course, more promo, more attention, more viewers, more fans, more, more audience, more money. And for some reason, video games have taken off in or in like to the point where they can compete with actual sports in terms of uh, financial prize pools yeah yeah it's crazy it is it really is i mean compare four million to four hundred million yeah it's not right it's not and you also have to consider that uh the women's soccer team wins a lot more than the men's soccer team for the united states and yet here we are and like the team has been very vocal about it recently as well like they've let it known that they're not going to stand for this but it's crazy to think that them being as established as they have been and for esports to be as recent as it is for them to be in the same range of 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 money that's available for the winners yeah uh the sport of like gaming is definitely like taking over um I remember when it was like, you know, on Jimmy Kimmel shows, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It was more of like a joke, like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, play video games in my house, you know, instead of a job and I'll earn like one million. What yeah. am I doing with my life? You know, like, why am I, why am I doing my job when I can easily just play video games for a living and make like millions of dollars? But it's not, it's not that easy, Carla. You it's know? not. It's really, it's not. And I also think that historically, um, Video games have been looked down upon, right? You right. don't want mm-hmm. your son, your daughter to to be in these games most of their day. You want them to be outside. But um, lately, it's been a huge business. and It's been a very, very lucrative business. I know yeah. you mentioned Fortnite. It's huge. Um, Dota 2, huge uh, video game industries that make a lot of money. Yeah, um, I think. And with Twitch... Uh Twitch partners with PUBG as well to like do mm-hmm. like yearly things and it's not always like millions of dollars I think last year it was just kind of for like I think 10,000 or something I don't remember the stats but for uh hmm? for PUBG or what PUBG but like there's a lot a lot of uh attention being placed on kind of what activity deserves how much money mm-hmm. but I mean it comes down to the audience the audience decides what they want to see and who they want to pay to do things. Mm. Yeah. I know the Men's World Cup gains millions, millions of views internet, like globally. Right. Right. And um, that plays a huge factor into that prize pool. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not wrong. 
and also uh because of that there's also more recognition like people even people that don't watch soccer if that's our uh example for tonight mm-hmm. they can name famous soccer players that are men barely I think they can name like maybe one or two. But the fact that they can name one or two. Well, those people are like famous even outside the game. I feel like you know you can be like really good at soccer, but yeah. if you really want your name explored, you have to branch out and like come on like these shows, have these endorsements. Yeah, deals. you become like a a personality. Yeah, like a big like influencer. Like for example, but you can't just play soccer and be like, oh, I'm gonna be famous. I'm just gonna play no, soccer right, and like, go home and that's. For it. example, David Beckham, uh, he's he's got a lot of like brand deals and stuff yeah. and he's like done a lot as well and now i guess some of the bigger names are like messi ronaldo like cristiano ronaldo Jeez. oh my god <laughs> but like the fact that there are names that you can recognize like and uh whether or not you know it's like oh yeah that's that one soccer guy like in in the women's soccer teams most people don't really know their names unless you care enough to know who is on the team or just like that the fact that they're even famous to begin with i think most u.s fans know most of the names if not at least one like alex morgan yeah she's mm-hmm. very popular in the states right so but that's only in the states because the others they have worldwide recognition yeah like fans of the sport will know uh people in the women's soccer team but it's not the same it's not at all at the same level no it's and i think i think it's again just like the last topic it's a vicious cycle because there's not as attention there's not as big of an audience there's not as much money it just comes down to like who's being promoted more and there's just not that sort of attention for the women's soccer team which is crazy because like if we're comparing it to esports there's so much i mean the internet's kind of its own like audience and culture. It's, and yeah it's a culture yeah. in and of itself and it gets enough attention to the fact that they they're surpassing the women's soccer team in how much money is available for winners right yeah insane Opinions, Nor? Hmm. I don't think that there should be video game contests worth that much money. Wow. Why? Hot take Very from why? I love this. Nor, this why is why I like Why should somebody play video games and win $3 million? $3 million. Hold Hori back, man. Hold Hori back. Please share your thoughts. Wait, would you say the three same? Million. Okay, okay. Do you know that a doctor Hold Hold doesn't on. make three million dollars a year? I am aware that a doctor does not make three hundred million dollars a year. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, do you do you have the same take on like sports, like soccer players yeah, making that sport, much? I don't understand why people who play sports get paid so much money. Do you want to extend this into the entertainment so it's not industry just as a like whole? Gaming, it's like sports. Okay, these, gaming these though, like that's new, right? Like people have never been yeah. paid this much to game. Like I've this said, this is like relatively sure. new. I think I said this on one of the one with uh, last year with Chris and Jorge, but also Ivan and Rodrigo. Uh, shouts out to the boys. But um, as far as it comes like to gaming and the internet, that's got a lot to do with YouTube because YouTube pays per view or something, right? And because of like the exponential growth of channels like PewDiePie, like that kind of set the standard for how much money was going to go into video games. And video games, of course, have been popular forever. They make money, they're expensive, so the video game companies make money. And so now that people get paid to play, I think it's just kind of like the aspect of a competition has kind of taken off on its own. Like you said, it's, it's kind of its own culture at this point. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's another part of the entertainment industry 
because if people because i mean you're just sitting <laughs> watching on a screen right you're watching a game you don't know the players to you like you might as well be watching someone play fifa as you could be watching like the actual world cup no right, but thoughts? I just think that it's crazy that we have so much money to pour into entertainment, but we don't have that same money to solve, like, actual world problems or pay people who do so much work. Into the mic. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, no, we're yeah, paying that, that so much sense. money for views. I, I and think like, on, on paper, that makes but, sense, right? Like, right. Why, like, why are we paying so much money to people that are just playing games and not so much money to people that are saving lives on a daily? Right. But... Carla did mention something earlier um, that struck out to me, and it's supply and demand, right? Right. So many people are gravitating towards this, right? So many people are wanting to watch this. So many people, and it's like a lot of these video game tournaments are funded by the fans, right, Jorge? Like yeah. a lot of these, like they're funded by the fans. So, so that's a huge thing, and a lot of people want to watch it. Another thing, another thing I wanna I wanna mention is, um, there's a huge misconception that anyone can become famous playing video games it's still a very high skill gap right you still have to like stand out among the rest and, and even and sometimes stand out, it, yeah. go, it comes down to just luck basically. and i think mm -hmm. that's something that's super important because with like physical activity like sports you have to actually be good at what you do right and to do that you have to do training you have to practice with video games since it's so attainable for so many people it's not just about your ability to like press the buttons fast enough and do the proper combinations it's also about you and who you are and how much of an entertainer you can yeah, be yeah. it has to do with your personality and how you come across as a potential influencer because that's where the money comes in brands want to sponsor people like uh we talk about this a lot of course because fortnite's huge right now but like ninja was twitch's biggest streamer and now he's not on twitch anymore right. he got bought out by by microsoft mm-hmm and so, like, that's because he, as a person, as an influencer, was worth more than just his ability to play a game that millions of people play. No, and I, I'm not saying anything about, like, people, like, anybody can do sports or anybody can do video games, but I think that we should lower the standard of what these people get paid compared to what other people are doing in the world. But like, we should, but the thing is, that's not our decision. That's, yeah, it's that's the people's, like, like Chris was saying, it is mostly fan-funded, like, the recent tournament that just happened with Dota 2, there was a battle pass that the company released with it. And the That's grand total the that people went came. into it was over like 100 million of just sales of the $10 battle pass. I get access it. To I it. Get and they it. only used 25% of that money just for the prize pool. I get it. And it still surpassed I like 30 million. I understand where the problem is. But like what I can't understand is how people are so much more invested into paying to it, see these crazy. kinds of things yeah. than like to pay a doctor for saving their life or to pay a teacher for educating well that comes kids. down to entertainment versus i know a, like a right to live like right i mean <laughs> it's that, just crazy isn't, isn't that, that like is that crazy but the same could guys? be said the same could be said about all these actors Ooh. i was going to no i completely agree it comes yeah. back to entertainers been around for many many years i know so to me it seems a bit unfair to all of a sudden put all the blame on these people who are playing video games. No, I'm I'm not putting the. No, blame I know, on video I know, gamers. but no, but that's like that's the big headline right now, right? Like, right. Well, like video games, it's a bad thing. Why is there so much money in it? But the the entertainment industry has it's been going on for many many years. So if if video game uh, players are going to be shamed into that, and then that should apply towards all the no, entertainers out I there. Agree. Yeah, and uh, I know a lot of people make the same comparison you made about like a doctor versus an entertainer. But that just ties into uh, 
the other issues that surround the entertainment industry because with entertainment you're just paying you don't need it it's a luxury you're mm -hmm. paying mm -hmm. just because you want access to that right there's a lot of people on the planet though and for some reason we have a select few that get to entertain us right but with doctors and stuff people become doctors because they want to help because they want to save lives right so you're telling me that I should have to pay three million dollars to get my a band-aid for a cut just because like you know what i'm saying but you're gonna pay three million dollars to watch somebody do something collect do it's entertainment nor yeah. one's entertainment one's kind of just like being alive as a person and someone right. having People the ability to save your life i just want to say something real quick i just want to say something i think it's hilarious how like when nor says her opinion we all just bash that <laughs> 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 one time she says her no, opinion i get what you're saying Nora. no like let me, let i don't me, disagree let me, let me let me go ahead and say i'm gonna cut you off real quick just to say no you're I, wrong stop yes. i agree with nor that it's ridiculous I the don't. amount of money that goes you in entertainment don't are you chill 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 chill, 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 chill. let me just say my thing it's ridiculous the amount of money that goes into entertainment but kind of like we've collectively agreed it's just because there's a lot of people and a lot of people want to put money it's fan funded we're the ones that are responsible for them getting that much money because we're the ones that are paying to see that right and but i'm not people saying people would rather pay to see that than like pay to end world hunger like are you not seeing the issue yeah here? i'm saying like people <laughs> no we see the issue but you're That's still wrong you don't care <laughs> you don't care it's not that you're issue. wrong it's just like with everything else we've said it's just not realistic because people like jorge said people are selfish Right, and people want to be entertained. Reality, like Nora. I'm upset. That's why, uh, like reality, what I was saying, corporations <laughs> have a responsibility. And so, say that these people said, "Okay, we're gonna get paid three million. One million can go to charity. Two million is still a lot for a prize winner." So I think that that's my official point. It's kind of just like a mix of every topic we've had, where these corporations that are gaining all this money have the ability for like everyone that works to live lavishly. But also, there's still such an excess of money, right? That, I think, is something that could be done to help save the planet, but you know? But then that what goes I, back to Chris's point yeah. where, like, it has to start with us. Right. Yeah. Then, on, on that uh, point, I do have to agree with Nora because we're let's just stick with the video game example, right? Yes. So, I, as a fan, I paid $20 to Epic Games, right, which created a Fortnite to fund the prize pool winner of the tournament. Mm-hmm. I, as a fan, expect those $20 to fully be invested to the prize pool. Mm -hmm. So if I find out that Epic is taking, let's say, $5 to end world hunger, you know what I mean? That's not what I paid for. That's something I should do that I should care about. That's very important. I'm not taking like away the importance of that. Right. But that's something I should do on from my own pocket, from right. my own like will. Right. That's mm -hmm. Epic should not make that choice. Right. I should. Well, so at the end of the day, it does come back to the consumer it, yeah. and where we want to put our money in. Okay, I don't disagree because there there are like companies and stuff that'll say, uh, pay us and a portion of the profits goes towards mm -hmm. this, right? right? And people choose whether or not to support those companies. But if you're if you were gonna pay twenty dollars regardless, mm -hmm. and you got what you paid for, like say that you paid twenty dollars to have access to the stream to get like some sort of in game some whatever. And then Epic Games decides, hey, guys, we've decided that a proceed of everyone's whatever yeah. is going to go towards this. Would you really be mad? So, because you got the product that you paid for. Right. And even if it was after the fact, would you really care that it was going towards something that's well, so that, kind of that, objectively that, good? That um, information that you gave out, Epic uh, saying, okay, guys, we're going to give out a certain percentage of what you gave us to, I'm going to keep using ending world hunger. Right. If they tell me that after 
or no, if they tell me that before I spend my money, yeah. by all means, here's my money. But if they tell me that after I give my money to them, right. then it becomes a conflict because I, you know, you could have spent less money somewhere else well, or something no, like that. No, or? It's just because like they're playing with my money, something right. that I thought I was paying for, but I got something else. Right. Right. That, that's the issue that I see at hand. But I think that corporations should do that. Right. I think they should say beforehand before selling any product, if they're going to do it is. Hey guys, a uh, percentage of this will go to uh, helping, you know, helping whatever cause, right? Ending world hunger. Ending world <laughs> hunger. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, people will pay. People, will, you know, will go for it. Right. But they shouldn't just surprise the consumer afterhand. That's not fair to anyone. Right. But what I'm saying is just kind of like, I think once the transaction is done, if you paid for a product, mm -hmm. it's their money to do whatever. It's kind of like if you give someone a gift, say that you give someone a pencil because they're an artist and you're like, hey, I know you like drawing flowers. Here's a pencil to draw a flower. If that person decides they no longer like drawing flowers and they want to burn the pencil because they need fire real quick and pencils are made out of wood, like it's not yours to control what they did with it once you parted with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's a corporation to a single person. That's very two different examples. Right. You know, a corporation that's like sole responsibility is to fully disclose what they're going to sell and what they're yeah. going to get. That's, that's like a law, right? Right. So I'm not saying I have a problem with them contributing to helping our planet that's not the issue right. i'm saying that if they do so without telling the consumers it becomes a problem yeah that's which, what i'm trying to get at yeah and it goes kind of back to being able to separate like uh the entity from the product right it just it has to do with where it has to do with where you draw the line personally or hey you were gonna say something before we kind of got off track. this is right i think you know into the mic because it's your money i just that's kind of shady, you know? Yeah. And I've seen some corporations do this, um, and they can, yeah. you know, do this, and they can get away with it. But then the, the backlash from the people, it, it like, is it really worth it to do that? Because yeah. they know people are then going to be angry and then, like, you know, fight back at it. And yeah. to go back to what Nor was saying about her, you know, I g look, Nor. What? Nor. Yes. False. You're right. Okay. Chill. I know I'm okay, right. Okay, you're right. It is it is sh a shame, and it sucks, you know, seeing, you know, the, these preteens getting, like, a shit ton of money, and then doctors who are willing to save people's lives, not nearly the same. But it all goes back down to selfishness. People are selfish, Nor. And they you don't really go to the doctor's visit, like, every day. You know, entertainment, you can watch Netflix, you know, whenever you want. It's, like, on-demand kind of stuff, but you only go to the doctor's visit when you really need it, like when like your legs like bleeding, you have a cut. It's not like a a thing you need. Only when it's convenient to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, but That's everybody why needs a doctor at some point, no? Yeah, for but sure. But no one wants to go to it. No one wants and to go to the doctor. At, and not at every single moment. But who made these standards? Like we who did. said that doctors should only make a hundred thousand dollars a year? It's but not a about football player makes no. forty five million. It's be, it, the the, the like, comparison. Hold on, it's the comparison is different because doctors get paid. They're not on, are doctors paid by salary? Yeah, they are. Okay, so it's because, like, okay, so if they're paid by salary, it doesn't matter how many people go to the doctor, right? This is done right. so that they're a doctor still makes mm -hmm. money. With entertainers, they're not on salary. It just depends on how entertaining no, they are. They they're on contracts, no? Well, it depends how the, many projects no. they pick up. Yeah. Some, some the contract just right? says that they'll work for someone else in order to get money and get interest, right? But they're not promised a certain amount unless it has to do with uh, 
like a base amount with whatever extra on top of that, right? Because like an actor, for example, will be promised like say you get a million dollars for being in this film plus this percent of the of the right, revenue. I get that, but they like let's say an America's Got Talent judge. Yeah, they are given a base rate for that season, right? And it's like fifteen to eighteen million dollars. Like why? Why is it so high? Because they know that enough people will pay to be able to fund that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like before, before they even shoot the show, they have like this team of statistics, and I just run it like how popular can the show be, and by those numbers, they go by like what they believe is a just amount of money to like pay their 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 staff. Right. I just think it's crazy how much money we put into the entertainment field. This is that the could save so many problems. It could, it could, like though. so many problems. It could. In fact, like even the richest people in the world, uh, Jeff Bezos, has so right. much money. He, he could, and he's he like could. one of the most selfish people ever. I know. Yeah. Right. And I, I, know. I agree. No, I agree you with know? like the core message you have. Like I 100% agree on. Yes. But I also agree with Jorge. It comes down to like our selfishness. No one wants to go to the doctor. You don't want to be sick. You don't want right. to be having a broken leg right but you do want to be entertained you do want to see something like you know for fun yeah so you'll give money to that it's it's like you were saying that's and that's a choice that people will make because Mm -hmm. i've i know for a fact that like i personally would rather uh like set aside fifty dollars to go to a concert than set aside fifty dollars if i feel like i might have the flu or something like i'm gonna be like for medication yeah like i'll probably be okay uh i don't have to go to the doctor but i really want to go to this concert and like that same sentiment that same sentiment it's that's spread across almost globally yeah i don't think like you know like you know you're saying you you you'd rather set aside fifty dollars for a concert ticket than for medicine i think a lot of people would agree on that yeah and it's a shame right and it i mean not to like get into uh, of course it always kind of takes that turn but like it also has to do with the healthcare system and the fact that medicine is expensive and it's got different different price ranges for different things whether or not it's like life-saving or not i think people just like you're like you're saying people are more willing to they're more selfish they're more willing to put the money aside for something they want than for something that they could do without and something that's not like you don't go to the doctor every day right so what do you think nor i'm just upset (laughs) do you know that the president only makes 400 grand a year Oh, poor, poor okay, Donald I Trump. I don't care about this president. I feel but very like, bad for him. Okay, <laughs> but like previous presidents. You want to take more money? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Okay, it's not about Trump. I'm just <laughs> saying like the salary <laughs> of a president I have is $400,000. And like a gamer makes Chill. more. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, in let it all out. Let it all out, in Nora. I, I, like I, in I one little, tournament, they're making $3 million. Like reality i don't feel bad for trump i don't feel bad for trump it was not about trump i'm just I'm saying kidding, like I'm president salary in general uh-huh uh-huh i feel like i should be less <laughs> <laughs> okay um anyway. sorry carla <laughs> i really uh <laughs> okay moving on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah okay <laughs> I don't think we'll be doing any more extended episodes, but, um, I mean, my goodness, you guys, it's always interesting with you three. 
My closing thoughts are really just, uh, I'm glad to be back. I hope we get these technical difficulties sorted. Nor is breaking equipment. Nor please do not break equipment. It's fine. Yeah, I can really heat it. No, it's fine. Um, closing thoughts on any of our topics or anything for the coming up week. Nor, Chris, or Jorge, whoever would like to speak first. Shout out to Martha. Happy birthday. Happy 20th, I guess. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It has been fun. Chris? I had a good time. <laughs> Thanks for inviting us back. Of I am a very strong believer. Can I talk? In the things I said today. <laughs> did I go? <laughs> Let Chris I thought you finished. I didn't finish. You said I, I was liked it. I'm not done. Okay. Go on then. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> hold on. Uh, all right. So, have a great school year. Um, if you go to Area 51, let us know how that goes. <laughs> Try not to get shot. Um, save the Earth. Um, yeah. And you can tell us whether or not you went to Area 51 at Podcast XK on Twitter. P O D K A S T X K. Nor, thoughts. I just feel very attacked. Oh my goodness. Because you're wrong. <laughs> no, what? no, 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 no. Nor was not wrong. Nor presented yeah. her opinion and we discussed and it. it was wrong. Like, Carla. no, it was not. Carla. We literally all came to the conclusion that no one was wrong. We just had different viewpoints and, and whether or not our ideas were realistic. That's nah. literally how all these conversations Chris. ended. Yeah. What? Yeah. Don't start. All right, Nor. <laughs> Your yes, closing Carla? thoughts, please. Closing thoughts? No. I will not be back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nor actual closing that is thoughts, all. please. This is my closing I thought. give you a sticker. You have to come back. No, I That's don't. That's the rules. Mm-mm. Give me it back. Where's my sticker? That's a you question, bro. All right. Um, well, okay. yeah. <laughs> you've been listening to 90.1 WECS-FM. This has been Podcast with a K. This is Carla with a K featuring Nor, Chris, and Jorge signing off. We'll see y'all next week. Same time, same station, new nonsense, new guest. Have a good night, y'all.